Hey, Lisa. Yes, John. Can family be healing? Oh, that's a good question. Now Thanksgiving. <laughs> what if all you needed to get better in every way was available at the touch of a hand or the sound of a voice or even a vibration? Let's talk about how that happens, who can do it, and where to find them. I'm John Webster, and this is The Hesitant Healer. Greetings and welcome to The Hesitant Healer, yet another episode of I'm John Webster, and I'm here with my trusty, faithful sidekick, Lisa Kay. Say hi to everybody, Lisa. Hey, everybody. How's it going? So uh, we're playing with some things here. Technically speaking, today we're trying, I think we're trying some different vocals, so if it sounds different, uh, we will know once we send it to the editor. Also found some fun ones. I might be able to do some interesting editing. Uh, we'll see. We'll see if I can dub those in. Um, you know, we have somebody set up. In fact, we're going to record a two for today. Um, but before we did that, I thought, you know, this is Thanksgiving week. It is. The holiday season is upon us. It, you know, it certainly is. Yes. And in so doing, in so saying, uh, a lot of stuff comes up mm -hmm. during the holidays. Yes. Uh, I was reflecting the other day and it occurred to me that even though my bad crazy month is uh, October. Yes. It turns out that going into the holidays, uh -huh. Thanksgiving and Christmas... There might be a bit of insanity with uh, other people, uh, and I'm starting to hear from the uh, from the clients coming in. Yes, oh, the holidays, or we're doing this, or we're doing that. Right. Uh, so, tell me about what Thanksgiving was like for you. Well, at what point in my life would you like to know what Thanksgiving was like? Let's go negative and positive, or any Thanksgiving memory, because where I'm getting here is can family be healing uh -huh. or can family make you batshit crazy and you need to heal from them? How about all of the above? I think um, I do. Ha I have a really good memory. Um, all right, let's hear it. I had um, an aunt and her name was Aunt Jackie and she married my uncle Charles. Can we shout out to Aunt Jackie? Well, unfortunately, Aunt Jackie is no longer with us, but shout out to her anyway. Shout out to Aunt Jackie beyond the grave. Okay. So anyway, so Aunt Jackie was from England, and she was uh, the ultimate in kind of a fancy kind of hostess. And she would put out a little vegetable tray before dinner, right? I loved black olives. And usually when Aunt Jackie would put those out, uh, I would eat all the black olives and there wouldn't be anybody. Wait, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Did you put one on each finger? I did. I did. So... Uh, Aunt Jackie wanted to make sure that I uh, that I felt good about you know uh, being at her house and that everybody else got black olives too. So she bought me my own can of black olives. Just Aunt for Jackie me. was was cool. She was cool. She was elegant and she had a beautiful little accent. And yes, I I have very fond memories of Aunt Jackie. So I, I can remember Thanksgivings uh, being a family affair and, and the cooking all day and the going outside and playing football or playing in the snow early, early on. And then we moved to California just uh, as a kid going out and then you come home and you do the whole family thing. And I'm, I'm thankful for this and I'm thankful for that. Right. Um, 
So there's that. Right. As an adult, my fondest memory was the first time my first wife and I uh, had a house. We decided to host Thanksgiving at our house. And if you picture um, kind of an open kitchen with a a waist high... uh, uh, Island? Island, but connected to the kitchen. Okay. And then if you walk out, you're right into the dining room. So it was open. If you're in the dining room, you could see. It wasn't huge, but it was a space. And we, uh, we hooked up the big giant table and put all the leaves in. And my folks were there and... Uh, maybe one or two other extra people. It was a big table. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe my brother was there. I want to say my brother was there. And and uh, Mark can't okay. tell you which one. <laughs> D- don't know. I have to. So uh, it, really it, it may have been Matt because he would have been younger for sure. But okay. I I don't remember for sure. Okay. Uh, I would have had small children, three of them at the time, and they would have been under the age of five. I'm gonna say as well. And your sister, I would guess. I don't think she was with us. She was probably married by then. Okay. Um, but, you know, it's fuzzy. Yeah. Can't, can't say for sure. Yeah. Uh, but here's, here's the thing is uh, brother sitting at the table says, hey, John, pass me a Coke. I threw the Coke oh, no. in a can Ooh. from the kitchen to the brother. And my father promptly says, don't throw that. And I said, my fucking house, I can do what I want. <laughs> How'd that go? Dad said, mm, "Okay, all right. <laughs> you, you got Point. you got me there, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, there's a that that's kind of how I knew I was grown up right there. That's yeah. probably first time I felt grown up is I threw a coke in my house at Thanksgiving and and <laughs> shut my dad down because it's my fucking house. I do have a good adult memory. Okay. Um, it's going to sound a little weird that this is a good memory. Uh, I had just freshly uh, separated from my husband. That is a good memory. It is. Nice. I like that story. I mean, like days. Oh, wait, there's more? Yes. Okay. So I was in no space. Uh, In fact, I didn't have a space. I was couch surfing. So I didn't even have a home, per se. And uh, my kids uh, were in shock and... uh, at least Kristen was with me. I think the boys were in San Diego. But I have a very dear friend, Noreen, who um, lives... Wor- Shout out to Noreen. Hey, Miss Noreen. Um, all her kids and my kids all kind of went to school together. Everybody kind of grew up together. Um, she and I were, were friends. Um, she called me and said come to my house for Thanksgiving. She said, you, as many of your kids are in town, um, come on over. And she's just the ultimate in everybody's welcome in her home. And she made me feel normal. She, uh, she said, would you mind doing some dishes? She, you know, like she didn't coddle me. But she sure gave me a real safe uh, space to be in in that moment. You know that's a that's a really good point. You you bring up uh, from the from the from the cobwebby rafters. I vaguely have a memory of, and this may have happened more than once, mm-hmm. not being home for Thanksgiving. So I'm going to guess I was in the military. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do remember ending up someplace where it's like this is weird, and I'm not sure I belong. 
and the stuffing's different, right? <laughs> That's and, a big and deal. And I don't yeah. care what house you go to, it's going to be different. <laughs> right. And um, being welcomed and feeling a part of and feeling a sense of, and perhaps... Uh, that's the thing that we want to uh, allude to in Thanksgiving is is at least open the house up and and make it make it as family as possible. Right. You know, I don't have a whole bunch of family functions these days unless I'm going over to the grandkids' house, mm-hmm. which uh, by proxy would also mean my children. Right. Right. Because right. they're not old enough to have their own Thanksgiving hit. Um, and uh, lately. Uh, there's a lot of family there, right? And it it just feels like we're in the mix, and that's mm-hmm. kind of weird, right? Because if you're not running it, if there's right. not a you have no- a specific family uh, genre, a specific family hierarchy, right? Um, it it feels out of place. I mean, I'm I'm getting to that age where it's like they're starting to run the show, and I'm I'm just coming in for the event and. <laughs> And that feels weird. It does, huh? But that's not... I don't think that's what I wanted to talk about. Okay. I think what I want to talk about is I got friends, and I Mm -hmm. see on the internet, and Mm -hmm. I've certainly been part of this at one point in my life, where this is a hated, Mm -hmm. demoralizing, separating, Mm -hmm. hard time of year. Yes. I, I would... Totally concur with that. Now, I don't know if you've seen the TV show The Bear. I have. Yeah. And there's two seasons of The Bear. There are. Now, being an old restaurant guy and one that was in the hierarchy of upper echelon cooking, the Mm -hmm. first season had me wrapped. Yes. R-A-P-T with attention. Right. Because that is what cooking was like for me on every aspect. Yes. From the yelling and screaming and smoking and cleaning and losing shit and and fucking people's stuff up because they pissed you off. Right. It was very tense. To the absolute joy of making it work. Right. Or the absolute, the agony of defeat of the kitchen running down and people are standing in line and you got to figure out how to cook this food. I mean, all of it. Right. That TV show gives me palpitations to this day and gets my heart to beating super fast. I just saw, I rewatched uh-huh. Burnt also with uh, uh, um, Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Yes. And, and uh, holy crap, is that real too? The yeah. alcoholism and the smoking and the screaming and the yes, chef. I lived all that shit, right? right. And, and so that takes me back to my roots, boy. Right. Um, but the second season of Bear, uh-huh. about three quarters of the way in, has a sh- uh, uh, an episode. Uh-huh. Of a Thanksgiving dinner with this dysfunctional family. And it's dysfunctional <laughs> with a capital dis. <laughs> to the point where you're almost wanting to throw up by the end of it. Ooh. It is so tense and so intense and so uncomfortable. And uh, I believe that a lot of people had those kind of Thanksgivings. Right. And that in a dysfunctional family unit, putting everybody in the same room isn't grateful and thankful it's a goddamn world war ii wrestling match right and and a lot of times we're forced to do it right and uh, bound by whatever reason well it it's expectation i think that the whole thing comes down to what you expect to happen and then the reality of what really does happen sure and Um, and all your control issues and and 
I don't care who it is, whether it's mom or dad or grandma, or grandpa or auntie or whatever. There's somebody in that room that can push your buttons better than anybody else can. And honestly... Who's your button pusher, Lisa? Who, who to this day can push your button no matter what you do and make you absolutely batshit crazy? Well, my ex-husband. Absolutely. I was going to say that if you didn't. Uh, so I, when, when we were married and it was holiday time, that whole expectation versus reality thing was very real. Um, and it seemed like... He got worse at the holidays. Uh, you know, there was always something he could do to ruin a, a holiday. And that that's part of what we're talking about right. here. The 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 environmental imprint of what we grew up with and the dysfunction and how that all worked, mm-hmm. uh, there was some craziness. You there know? was. I had all the Mexicans, aunts and uncles and, yes. and making tamales and you know, uh, don't get me wrong. A lot of it was good times. Sure. But in between that good times is punctuated by, you know, Alicia got a new boyfriend. All the answers are like, oh, mijo, mija, 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 mija. <laughs> I don't speak Spanish anymore. It's gone. It's eluded me. Tell us, tell us about him. And right. then my mother would be like, oh, you know, he's a good boy and he loves his mama and he's got a job. Oh, he's got a job. It's a really good job. And <laughs> they look like they're really cute together. And he went to school and he's got an education. Oh, okay, Bavaro. That's so nice. Yeah. And then there's a long pause. But and then she says, "He's not Catholic." Oh, oh, Dios mío! And so, and 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 then they're on to the next thing, right? But I remember sitting in the living room, going, especially when I got sober, right? Listening to this, going, "Oh my God, my poor sister!" Right? Shout out to my sister. What's up? Hey, and and then. This is this is what we grew up in. The right. the 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 critical mass of oh yeah not good enough, not the right religion. Don't do God the right way. Do all that. I got that just brings up a whole other story. I have another story though. Let me just trump that story. Okay. So it was my very first Christmas or very first Thanksgiving with my ex husband. We were not married yet, but we were about to get married, and uh, it was Thanksgiving at his mother's house. So I was. Out of my element for you were, sure. You were the white girl I, in the pool. I was. I and uh, his mother didn't like me. I know you're going to find that shocking um, because I was not Mexican, and so I see. In, that's I'm, what I'm talking yes. about. And so I'm in the kitchen, and I'm trying my very best uh, to help with uh, help with the meal. And his sisters are there, and his mother is there, and. They start, uh, you know, it, first we're kind of chatting, oh, nice weather, la, la, la. And then they start speaking in Spanish. And then they start speaking in Spanish about me, not using any English. And then some of the words were rather uncomplimentary, um, if you know what I mean. No, what kind of words, Lisa? Well, I remember, pinche, uh, huera, what is that other word? Bendejo means friend. No, it doesn't. <laughs> oh, that's what Cheech and Chung said. <laughs> well, it's not. Bendejo means friend. It doesn't. Yeah. No, it doesn't? No, I think Bendejo might have been one. Um, yeah, but... Uh, so puta, they weren't... They, were, they, the well, they all called her Punta because <laughs> no one really knows her name. That's his easy top song. Uh, um yeah, here's 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 my uncle, my uncle Frank. Right, uh-huh. we're yeah. little kids. Uncle Frank, these are all Southside San Bernardino 
kind of people, right? Right, right, right. right. My, my family grew up on I Street in uh, Mount, Mount Vernon. Uh, Mount Vernon. Mount Vernon, San Bernardino. Yes. Okay? They were barrio. Yes. Hardcore bangers, my people. Yes. Right? I grew up with them. Right. I loved them to death. Right. My grandma had 11 brothers and sisters. Oh, I my. had a huge, huge family. And they all lived over the, by the south side of the tracks over there in San Bernardino, right? Right. And Uncle, Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe, we'd go visit Uncle Joe. I remember sitting in the back of the the car in the car seats, and uh-huh. and Uncle Joe would come out, and Aunt Rose would come out, and Aunt Rose would say, "Joe, say hi to Rosalie's kids." <laughs> and we rolled down the way. He goes, hey, "What's up, you little chits?" <laughs> oh, Joe, don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> and and my mom would be like, "Uncle Joe," and he go, "Oh, oh, sorry, you little chits." <laughs> and then he'd walk away, right? <laughs> I got another one who's like, and I remember I was real little. Juanito, Juanito, venga aquí. Come here, come here, come here. And I go, yeah? And I go, eat the chili. And they have a, a jalapeno. Eat the chili. Oh. I'm not going to eat the chili. Eat the chili, you little shit. <laughs> I, I don't want to eat the chili. Eat the chili, pussy. <laughs> and I'd start crying because I'm like a little kid, right? Oh. Eat the chili, you pussy. And they'd be like, stop doing that. He doesn't want to eat the chili. He's your, Rosalie, your son's a pussy. <laughs> Right and and I mean they scared the shit out of me. Happy some of these Thanksgiving, guys. yeah. Right, right. Yeah, Thanksgiving's yeah. a whole different thing. Right, but I mean some of that's lodged in there. Some right. of that's stuck. sure. And it and and we went right out of Thanksgiving and into Christmas with this shit. Right, right, right. right. And and depending on where we were, because on on my dad's side of the family, who mm-hmm. was a blonde-haired, blue-eyed German English feller, mm-hmm. right, straight out of the military when they got married, there mm-hmm. were maybe maybe he had a brother and. And a sister, and there were maybe 40 relatives on his side, mm-hmm. right? Right. My mama, like I said, my grandma had 11 brothers and sisters, there were right? Hundreds. From Winslow, Arizona, <laughs> through through Scottsdale, through Phoenix, all the way to San Bernardino. I, I had 400 on her side, right? right? They were all related. And 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 those of you from San Bernardino, Pablo's Taco Bender, that was a cousin, and, and ah. Sages, well, one of my uncles worked at Sages. My uncle Eddie was a mailman for a number of years. I mean, we 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 were embedded in this community in this area, right? Right. And my mom, the rebel, married the Weddle. Oh. She married the white guy, right? Yeah. And so uh Growing up in that, right, there was always a little bit of that. And mm-hmm. and mom was on the other end of that, which right. was uh, Mexicans are always treated bad. Don't talk about them. You know, right. my, my grandma one time, she goes, you guys need to hire some wetbacks. And I'm like, oh, grandma. She goes, don't tell your mother. Don't tell your mom. <laughs> don't tell your mom. That. And that's a mild story. But I, I've heard lots of stories from people whose generational conversations right. were, were very mixed messages. Sure. Right? Of course they all, were. All this to say that, that the holidays may not always be everything they're cracked up to be. No. And sometimes when you put... Uh, even uh, let's go one step further, and and you got shithead aunts and uncles or cousins or whatever that are super abusive right. or angry or right. you don't normally see them, but when you did get together, they were mean. Right, and there's usually there's during always, the hunts, there's, drinking. There, there's always one drinking. Right. right. Let me tell you about. Well, this wasn't a holiday event. This was a a, 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 wedding. a wedding event. But uh, the family riot that we had at the old San Rye Bowling Alley out there in San Bernardino <laughs> back in the day, 
One of my cousins was getting married. He was in the army at the time. I distinctly remember him being in army uniform. Uh-huh. All the uncles are sitting across from each other on a long table at the VFW out there behind that behind that bowling alley. <laughs> and all I remember is at one point a table got flipped and Ooh. there were nothing but punches being thrown. Oh my god! And my mother herded us like a mother hen through that <laughs> fucking riot through that front door while people are. Ca- I I remember uncle one of my uncles throwing a kick and it went over my head. Oh, she just herded us right out that door, right? Oh my God. And and we're like, what's going on? What's happening? Well, I'm the oldest. I couldn't have been right. more than eight, if that. Right. And 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 we get into the car, never talked, talked about, about it, it again, again. Ever. ever. Mm-hmm. The next time I heard about it was just maybe, maybe 10, 15, 20 years later. Right. Wow. And 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 never did hear what it was about. They right. were just drunk. They yeah. were drunk and somebody called somebody a name and that was the end of it. And these yeah. were these were hardcore bangers from 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 Mount Vernon back in the day. This is it's it. what they did though. Right. Right? I mean it's what they did. Right. But I was the white kid, right? right? I wasn't one of the Mexican kids that hung out with the Mexican cousins. I was the white kid. Right, right, right. So there's memories that right. come with these holidays, and a lot of times these memories are not all good, and a lot of times we're paired with people who are not comfortable to us, and if we're little people, it's uh, it's disconcerting, and it, right. it, it makes us angry, and it's very scary, right? and it brings up a lot of memories when we're adults and we see the same thing, right? right? Or when we're adults and we have kids and we get to be those ages, and it stirs up those mm-hmm. things within us, and so... All this to say is is be aware when we're going into this. Don't believe the Hallmark Channel and the right. and the TV shows or and the, the cowboy songs, the Norman Rockwell paintings, the normal Rockwell paintings, because it's not all Twinkies and balloons and pumpkin pie and pumpkin lattes. Sometimes <laughs> there's a a lot of stuff and a lot of of history that comes with this. Having said that, let's go the opposite direction and say, you know what? It could be a great time. It can be. You know what? Um, love your babies. Love your kids. Yeah. Love your family. And here's the other thing. And I, I think this is really what, what I want to say for this particular podcast. You don't have to go. That's a very good point. I'm giving you permission to not go. Right. You don't have to invite that person. Right. Just because... Their sister's coming, or their brother's coming, right. or or the you know they're part of the family, but you hate her husband. They don't have to come. Mm-mm. And yes, there's going to be repercussions, sure. but it's time to stand up against that right. the tyranny of abuse and and make a decision to be a grown up and protect your family. I had a really great counselor tell me at um, at one point it was probably. Probably that's their very same first Thanksgiving uh, separated. And the counselor said, Thanksgiving with the capital T, take the capital T off of it. It's just a day. It's just a Thursday. And you get to decide what you're thankful for and how you're going to do that day. Yeah. I I learned that in in AA is that, you know, uh, for for years, I didn't celebrate my belly button birthday. I celebrated my AA birthday because that's really where I was reborn, right? right. And and uh, Racer X would tell me about Valentine's being uh, a propagated uh, <laughs> government 
uh, solicited a holiday because the greeting card companies wanted theirs, right? Right. right. And it, 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 and you look it up and it turns out, you know, that's what it was. Like, truly, it's like makeup and women, right? It has nothing to do with you looking good. It has to do with you looking like you're having an orgasm and it was designed by men, just like bras, right? Right. And, and so, but look at where we're at with makeup today, right? I mean, it's a, it's a thing that, uh, well, look at where we're at. Let's go take that two steps farther. There's Hallmark, who you just talked about on Valentine's Day, the the greeting card thing. Hallmark has an entire TV channel. Point. That they start doing that Christmas movie. Three, three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. And you're just running those really romantic, everybody sappy. gets along. It's so freaking sappy. And they either end up getting married in the snow or whatever. Silly I, preppy. Love means never having to say you're sorry. Oh, that's so not true. But um, Right? Uh, but, but I mean, it, 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 don't buy into it, kids. Right. You, you get to make your own decisions here, and you get to protect the sanctity of your mental state, right. the sanctity of your home, mm-hmm. the preservation and health of your children right. going forward, well, and, and how you want to do holidays, I, right? I have another really great thing that um, a, a pastor actually told me. Um, you know, you get to divorced, and uh, and many of us are divorced, or maybe you are the product of a family that's been divorced. Or you're well on your way. Right. <laughs> Either way. Um and then let's say you got kids, and the kids are feeling super torn. You know, mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, uh, it's rough, and you don't want to make your kids feel bad. So you make two turkeys. No, here's what you do. You say, you pick the day. Let's say uh, instead of Christmas, you're going to do Christmas Eve, and this is what I, I did in the very beginning. Uh, on Christmas Eve, children, I will be here. You are welcome to come. That is not a big deal to me. If you want to come, this is what time we're doing stuff. If you don't, uh, you know, you'll be missed. The, uh, and you don't push, and you don't put the guilt on them, and you don't make them feel bad. You just say, here it is. Matter of fact, they're going to choose to come or they're going to choose not to come, and they're not doing it to break your heart. They are doing it just to be them. Um, that's one uh, one really, really good thing that I learned, and uh, I have to give a shout out right now to my daughter-in-law. Um, hi, Kylie. Hi, Kylie. So Kylie and Kyle, bless their hearts, uh, got married, and it was beautiful, and uh, it was a wonderful ceremony, because I performed it, but <laughs> they um, they got married, and Kylie's got a big family with um, some divorce that happened. So her mom and dad are no longer together and they've, you know, remarried and relationships and uh, grandmas and grandpas. And then Kyle's got this big family over here who are divorced and uh, brothers and sisters and girlfriends and husbands and all that. And so, um, and Kyle and Kylie now live uh, in the Pacific Northwest. So, what they have done is one year they spend Thanksgiving uh, with his family and Christmas with her family. And then the next year they do the opposite. So this is our Thanksgiving year. So um, looking forward, Kyle and Kylie, yay, going to see you soon. Can't wait. Compromises. 
It's about compromises and that and holding on to it's got to be on Thursday, Thanksgiving at five o'clock is what's going to ruin you. So there's something about traditions, but you can make new traditions and sure. you can change your traditions. And, exactly. and uh, speaking of compromises, when I did get sober and go back into the family union after being estranged for six years, which I needed to do because I needed to get healthy and mm-hmm. mentally sane before I went back into that right. family that it turns out was part of the reason for making me crazy, right. is I learned to have an out. Right. Don't go into these situations where you can get blocked into a single room and not have an exit strategy. For sure. Have a car. Yes. Have an exit strategy. Have somebody call you. It's like going on a bad date, Lisa. (laughs) Have somebody call you one hour in just to check on you and see if you need a... uh, an extraction, right? Right. See if they need to fly the plane overhead and put you in that straight jacket <laughs> and yank you out of that house so that you can do that. Right. Having said that, here's part of my story too. Okay. When I was married the first time, uh-huh. we bought a house. We got fleeced out of a lot of money with that house. That's a uh-huh. whole other story. In fact, we should talk about money sometime here I soon. I think but, we should. Um, We had money, and then the money went away pretty quick because of the house. Anyway, the house had a lot of shingles on the front and on the roof, and it had a real chimney. And I was super creative back then, and I always wanted to decorate my house for Christmas. And because it had shingles, I was able to staple a lot of Christmas lights to the front of that house. Oh, my goodness. Pretty much the whole front of the house, right? Oh, wow. I attached a wire to the roof... And then up to the top of the chimney, and I strung a star at the top of the chimney. Oh my gosh. And I put a Santa and a sleigh on the wire. And I had <laughs> I had stuff, right? Right. All of this was, according to my first wife, mm-hmm. done while she's making Thanksgiving dinner. It had to be done then. Oh yeah, this was a rule. Okay. Now, early on, um, First two, three years we had the house, mm-hmm. I want to say, uh, it was a joy. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, yeah, this is fun. Right. It, it was how I spend my day. Right. Instead of watching football, you know, kids would help or they'd be running around. I had little ones, right? Right. I had a one, a two, and a three-year-old at one point. Yeah. I think at this point, they were probably three, four, five, two, three, four. And uh, I mean, that's all day. And, right. And it, I right. amassed a lot of stuff. It is a big deal, yes. As I got... Sick or angrier because I was sober at this point, but I was brand newly sober. This mm-hmm. may have been my first or second or third year in sobriety mm-hmm. uh, and in therapy, and the anger started coming mm. and the resentment started coming and uh, the marriage started falling apart and a lot of things started not working because I was in an alcoholic marriage. Um, it Got to be, gritting my teeth here, a really hard and difficult task. And she started riding me about this. You need to do this on this day because this is when Christmas lights go up kind of thing. So that by the end of, uh, well, that house Mm. ended up being foreclosed on. Mm. Whole nother cool story. But uh, we lost that house and we moved uh, across town. Mm to a two-story house. That was a one-story house uh, with clay roofs. 
and you know, I mean, 15, 16 foot high, so I couldn't get up there and do all of those lights. Right. I str- I strung. By the time we got to that house, I strung one set of lights across the front of the. Right. But that was all I was doing, and by the end of that marriage, when I moved out, I wasn't doing shit. Right. right? Because by the time that happened, Thanksgiving became associated with this woman. Thanksgiving became associated with a failing marriage. Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. Thanksgiving became associated with um, all the things that are wrong with holidays. Right. And by the time I moved out of that house, I hated with a capital H Thanksgiving to Christmas, mm-hmm. especially Christmas. Right. And by the time I really got into that and lost my kids and she she... I let her have them at Thanksgiving because she really was Mrs. Thanksgiving and did a great job. Uh-huh. Um, and I didn't, and I didn't have a place to cook anyway. I kind of gave them away for a number of years so that she could have the holidays or drive up to Modesto to go see her folks or, or whatever. And, um, and a lot of guilt on my end as well. Sure. So when all that was said and done... It was a number of years before I even started thinking about Christmas again. Right. Right. And I, I, I actually have a time frame here because um, when I was going to massage school, so that had to be 2005 or six. Mm-hmm. And when I moved away, it was probably 97 ish. Okay. So almost 10 years. Uh-huh. Um, but there was a girl in massage school that I went to massage school with, and we had some kind of reunion. Let's say we graduated in June, so maybe in December we would have had a reunion. Mm-hmm. And I, I, uh, I was wearing Christmas socks. <laughs> and at this thing, she stopped short and looked down and went, you're wearing Christmas socks? I'm like, yeah. And I mean, she's aghast. She goes, you're doing Christmas again? I didn't know I was that. I made that big a deal out of it. But apparently, the year before at Christmas, while I was in massage school, I was mother effing this and mother effing that, Mm. and and Christmas bah humbug. Right. Um. Uh. I had uh, a bunch of. uh, Oh, I had a good joke there, and it's just gone. A lot of little circular bruises from people touching me with a thirty foot pole. That kind of thing. Oh yeah. You're a mean one. Um, so it came back slowly, right? Right. Uh, I have not since then felt the need to go out and put a crap load of Christmas lights on my house. Right. Because shortly after that, I got married to the uh-huh. love of my life. Right. And you've all met her. And, and, uh, and Christmas is spent somewhere else yeah. these days. And really in the last couple of years, um, if we don't spend a bunch of money and go up north... Uh, to my one daughter's house in Portland, then we're at my other daughter's house down here, and everybody comes over to that house. So right. it's about um, grandkids now. About grandkids and a lot of sharing, and sometimes we get a little multi, multi, a little single focused, and mm-hmm. and want it to be about us, and it's not about us. So no. uh, sometimes we don't even go, or we pick and choose when we go. We're in and we're out because it's not all right. about me. It's a selfish thing to say, it is. but. 
I pick and choose my battles. I, 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 back to your point, mm-hmm. I don't have to be there at Christmas to celebrate Christmas or to celebrate those kids or to celebrate that family. Very true. We, we pick and choose where we want to do and how we want to do it. I agree. Having said that, there are also compromises that need to be had. I need to have adult grown-up conversations with my adult grown-up kids and say, hey, we would like a day and we would like to celebrate a day. What right. do you got? And we got to put calendars to the test. Right. Because we don't have the traditions we used to have. Exactly. And more and more so... As they're all grown up now and mm-hmm. they have their babies, they're the tradition makers. Right. It's we're, their time. We're the followers. Exactly. Oh, I don't like you saying that. It's our time. Isn't there a whole fucking dating website called Our Time? There is. Whatever, man. <laughs> anyway, um, so here's the thing, dear listener. Uh, you can make decisions here. Yes, you can. You do not have to go if you feel uncomfortable. Right. You do not have to make that child hug that weird aunt. No, please don't. You, you do not have to force the cousins together if one of them's mean. Right. Right? And, and you don't have to... Uh, it, it doesn't be have to be perfect. Uncomfortable it, in the holidays. It, really, yeah. It, you know, take your power and use it. But I would also encourage you to try and make your own. Exactly. And, and examine that which caused you to feel that way. And is there some work you need to do mm-hmm. to shore up those familial relationships that, right. that can be saved? Right. You know, and turned into a good tradition. Uh, I think everybody knows that you and I met at Disneyland when we what? were working there. Yeah. Okay. Years ago. And um, I want to say the 80s, but the truth is, well, it was yeah, the 80s. It was, it was the, the 80s. 80s. Okay. So I used to work on th- on Christmas almost every year. Good money. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was double time. It I think. was double time. Um, so I. The one of the things that uh, would happen back then is that um, the entire park you would see uh, families and they would be wearing yarmulkes. Lots of Jewish families came it turns to Disneyland out. Um, because it's not their holiday, and it, I think it's really kind of flipped now. <clears throat> it's become the cool thing to take your kids to Disneyland on. Uh, Christmas, but if, you, if you've got a million dollars, correct. Um, so I, I think really, 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 it is about making your choices. It is about being open and letting go of uh, letting go of your expectations. You know, having brand new ones. I got to admit, I was with, like you for uh, Christmas for a really long time. I had a horrific thing happen one Christmas uh, with the ex, and I hated Christmas for fifteen years seriously I like I would do it because my kids were kids uh, and I did it because I felt guilty and they needed a Christmas but boy I hated Christmas I hated Christmas until I got to the point where I could say it's just a day and this is you know where I'll be and if y'all want to join me great and if you don't that's okay too um Let's address the other elephant in the room, which is Christmas is actually a religious holiday, and there are a lot of believers out there who celebrate Christmas the quote-unquote proper way, and the reason you are supposed to celebrate Christmas, um, and dude, that's okay. Do what you got to do, but don't do it because you have to. Do it because you want to and you believe so. 
don't follow that just because that's what everybody's doing and you don't want to look bad. This is how we've always done it. Yeah. This is how we do it. Do, 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 do. So, um, can I throw one other one in? Oh, sure. Uh, being single during the holidays. Oh, yeah. This is a big one. This is a big one. Yeah. Um, one that, that, uh, I have done for quite a few years. Um, find your tribe is what I would say. Yeah. I was just thinking when I was, when I was in my twenties, uh, because a lot of people come home from college or whatnot in Christmas. Right. Uh, there were two or three years in a row where a group of us would meet up and go see movies because I always play the movies on the Christmas, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're not unwrapping all of those presents and whatnot, or the kids are doing it and you're older now and you're like, whatever, those parents are stupid. So, you know, I mean, there, there's lots of different traditions that you can do. Exactly. And, uh, be free you know, to let go of some of the expectations because I'm going to go back to what we said in the very beginning. It is expectation versus reality. And that's what disappoints us. And the anticipation of the expectation and reality is is what makes us a little crazy before the holidays. So. Yeah, agreed. Okay. I think I think we got it all out of our system. I here. think we did. So, you know, now we can go have uh, Thanksgiving. So look, happy Thanksgiving. I highly suggest... If mom or wife or grandma or all three of them are in the kitchen and they're doing stuff, or if there's men out there that are doing their stuff and your women have nothing to do and you don't want to watch football, get up early and go do a turkey trot. I, yes, I've done a couple of those. Those are fun. You can run, you can walk, you can ride a little tricycle or whatnot <laughs> and, and just do a turkey trot. If you have a traditional Thanksgiving football thing, buy a cracky, go out there and... and right. uh, don't break anybody's knees. Right. And uh, in the meantime, grab some chips, grab some dips, watch some mm. football. Yeah. Enjoy these people in your life. Right. I will say this. It's going to be a later podcast. I don't know when. Uh, I was a little sad this week, Lisa. Mm-hmm. I'm going to continue to be a little sad this week and maybe a little bit longer because a very, 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 very important person in my life mm-hmm. turns out is uh, dying a slow death. Mm. And... Uh, He don't want to talk about it, so I'm not going to talk about it, but it's out there, and it got me this week, and uh, I mean, nobody gets out of this thing alive. No. So it's a thing that I'm going to have to deal with. I will tell you, since we're talking about personal things here, that I even made a therapy appointment. (gasps) Yeah, I haven't been in therapy in a couple years, and she's like, I wondered what happened to you. (laughs) Well, something's come up, so I want to go talk. Do not hesitate to go ask people for help who can help you. Exactly. Whether that's a priest or a rabbi or a religious person or an elder. Therapist. Therapist, trusted friend. Yes. Somebody. If you got some issues, especially around these holidays, go Mm -hmm. talk to somebody. Be proactive. Grab some rocks and throw them at the old house. Yeah. Right? For sure. All right, kids. Happy Thanksgiving. Love and peace. No hugging puppies and trees this week. Hug your Uncle Albert. (laughs) And be good humans. Peace. Peace.